Blog Talk Radio. And Jen, that is caught, and this is Ogletree, and he's going to try to pick up the first down, and we'll see where they spot it. The Cowboys just do get the snap off. And Romo swings it to the outside, and that's Ogletree making the catch, but a beautiful tackle there by Michael Coe. Cowboys with all of their timeouts, and this is Ogletree. Romo flushed out of the pocket. Romo throwing on the run, wide open and making the catch. Ogletree, touchdown Cowboys. Gets it off oh, the play clock, expires, and then open is Ogletree. Touchdown Dallas, the second for Ogletree. And Romo throws, and that is caught by Ogletree having the game of his four-year career. Two touchdowns tonight. Guys, you're on Soul Kitchen Radio with Brian, and that was Kevin Overtree who had the game of his life. But before I get into the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants, are you with me? Can you hear me, Andrew? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Let's say a let's say a moment of silence for a great guy. You know, we, it's very sad what happens in life. People do pass on. People get older. You know, Al Davis of last year, you know, but I guess it was, the, I don't know if it was before the season or beginning of the season. I can't remember. But, you know, the Ravens and Cleveland Browns lost a great guy today in Art Medell. He was 87 years old. He's been a lot of controversy. He wasn't the most nicest guy because he left the team in the middle of the night. He left, they took the Cleveland Browns to Baltimore. But let's say a moment of silence for a great guy before we kick off this great fantasy show and, you know, I know Art Mattel will be, you know, I thought he's up there looking at it happening and looking at everything because life is great and football is back. But let's say a moment of silence for Art Mattel before we get into the Sunday or Thursday night, Wednesday night game and get into more other things. So let's say a moment of silence for Art Okay, that goes out to you, Art. One minute moment of silence for Art Modell. But let's get into last night. Oh, my God, what a great game. You had Tony Romo for Eli Manning. You had Eli Manning who just won a Super Bowl against the New England Patriots. Everybody and their mother was like, God, New York Giants, New York Giants are four-point spreads. It's at home. They're, you know, they're going to be getting their championship rings, Victor Cruz. You know, Hickson, Randall, uh, Hicks is back, Bradshaw, David Wilson. This team's looking like a dynamite team. But who comes out of nowhere? Tony Romo, guys, 22 for 29, 307, and three touchdowns with one interception. When he threw that first interception, I was like, oh, my God, Tony Romo, please, not again. I have you on my fantasy team. I'm ready to throw my – my cookie's up in the air and say, Tony, what were you thinking? But Tony Romo came out and dominated the game. And you know what? If it wasn't for Tony Romo, the day would not have won that game. But, guys, I know your fantasy. Did everybody and their mother go pick up this guy last night? Kevin Ogletree, which is a highlight I played beforehand. An amazing game. Listen to these stats by Kevin Ogletree. If you had him on your team, you would have been, wow. 
eight catches for 114 yards and 11 targets. He was on fire last night. He's a fourth year, pretty much a fourth year no-name player out of Virginia. I mean, he did pretty good in the ACC, but this guy came out of woodworks. Where was Milo Austin? Where was Des Bryant? Where was Jason Winnen? I mean, Des Bryant went for four, four catches for 85 yards, five targets. Miles Austin went for catches of 73 yards, four targets. Witten only had two catches for 10 yards. He's still coming off of surgery. Once he gets back together, that team's yeah. going to be really, really gelling. I mean, Ware had an amazing game, a couple of sacks. I mean, the defense looked good. Demarcus Murray, I mean, he was everything last night. 20 carries for 131 yards. I mean, wow, no touchdowns, but carries. Eli Manning, 21 for 32 for 213. Eli's not the prettiest quarterback. He wins games. He might not put up the best fantasy numbers, but he will win you in fantasy. Bradshaw had 78 yards for one touchdown. Where was Cruz last night? 11 targets, 6 catches, 58 yards. He dropped 3 for 55. I mean, look at Bennett last night. Four catches for 40 yards and that one touchdown at the end. I mean, Andrew, what did you think of that game last night? Were you just amazed. I mean, Kevin Ogletree, everybody and their mother has probably picked him up on fantasy. They think he might be the next Victor Cruz who's going to lead him to the fantasy championship. He might be. I mean, but once Jason Witten gets healthy, I think things are going to change, and this team's going to, you know, and I think people are going to start double-teaming him, and then you're going to see Miles Austin open, Des Bryant open. Uh, you're going to see a couple more receivers come out of the woodworks. Do you think Kevin Ogletree is just a one-hit wonder, and everybody that picks him up on fantasy last night, everybody and their mother is going to suffer? Or is this guy going to be the real deal? And he's going to maybe take the Cowboys to the playoffs, knock off the Eagles, knock off the Giants, knock off the Redskins. And you know what? Maybe get them to the promised land. Dude, what you saw at Kevin Oldtree last night, he was just dominating, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. I mean, he had two of the three Cowboys touchdown catches. You know, you said he had he had over 100 yards receiving. I mean, he played really, really, really well last night. You know, um, the... The Cowboy defense did what they needed to do. They had continual bump and runs on the Giants receivers. Victor Cruz had, you know, a case of the drops, and that's putting it nicely last night. He had at least three dropped passes, if not more. I mean, you know, they blanketed the Giants receivers. I mean, you know, the Giants defense, again, um, last year, the Giants gave up the second most points at the end of either half. They led the league in that second only to the Cowboys. The Cowboys were 32 out of 32. But, you know, the the Dallas defense definitely stepped up. You've got that kid, what is his name, Brandon Carr, who's a cornerback, and you have Maurice Claiborne, who's a rookie yes. and everything. I mean, I mean, they're, they're, I liked what I saw, you know, out of that Cowboy defense, and we'll see if they'll be able to do it again. I mean, Tony Romo with me has always been, you know, a, a thing that where I've always just been nagging of his consistency, but – you know, we did well last night. I took a gamble on him this year in one of my fantasy leagues. He got me 24 points. So, you know, I like what I see so far. I also like that kid, DeMarco Murray. I actually wanted I, – I, when the Dolphins drafted Daniel Thomas last year, I wanted the Dolphins because it was a discussion that Ricky and Ronnie were going to be out or they were already out. And I wanted the Dolphins to either. I wanted the Dolphins to get both Daniel Thomas and Marco Murray. We ended up getting Thomas. If Murray would have been there a little later on, we would have gotten him as well. But 
you know, I, I like that kid, DeMarco Murray, a lot. He's from Oklahoma State. He was a, just just has wicked speed. He played for Gundy at Oklahoma, you know, at OSU. I mean, he's a really, really, really good kid. And he would have done, he would have gotten the Cowboys to the playoffs last year if he didn't hurt his ankle. But, you know. I mean, Dark DeMarco. I mean, Demarcus Murray last night was a stud. I mean, he came out of Oklahoma, his ankle being hurt. I mean, he's going to really get to Dallas, not a, a one-dimensional human team, you know. And it's just – I mean, do you think, Andrew, that the Giants are having the Super Bowl hangover? Or do you think the Giants last year just got lucky? I mean, they beat the Falcons. They beat the Falcons 24-2. to I don't think they, they – I don't think they got lucky. I definitely think they were the real deal. But I think other teams, I think the Cowboys may have gotten better than them. I mean, you know, keep in mind that that division was decided the last weekend of the regular season. I mean, I don't think they got hot. I think they were the real deal. Or I don't think they got lucky. I think they got hot. I think they were the real deal, but you don't make it that far, you know, just getting lucky. But, you know, they they got hot. And, um, you know, it was a completely different, you know, what it was you know, when they played Atlanta three weeks prior to that when they got swept by the Redskins. But, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's a very, you know, the, the Giants have the hardest schedule in football. I mean, on paper they do anyway. You know, New England, because of them being on paper and them being in the East with Brady, they, they have the quote-unquote the easiest schedule on paper. But, um, if you really look at it on paper, theoretically, the easiest schedule should be for for Buffalo. They have the AFC East, they have the A, or they have the AFC South, and they have the they have the AFC South, the AFC West fourth place team, and the AFC um, what is it? And the, the AFC North first fourth place team. So they take on Cleveland, and they take on was it was it the Chiefs? You know, so theoretically on paper, the Bills would, should be the, have the easiest schedule, but because the New England Patriots have Brady and, you know, nobody else gets time respect other than Tom Brady from what it seems like in the media or whatever, you know, the Pats have, are picked by almost everybody at ESPN to be the team to beat. But, hey, you know, I would like to see if it became, I would like to see Dallas, you know, possibly do something. They haven't done anything for a long time. Yeah, I mean that's what I mean. Everyone's picking the Patriots to go fifteen and one. I mean the Patriots are nobody realizes what they're doing. They're closely rebuilding. I mean we can talk about that. Patriots fans, listen to the show. Here's here, here's a little hint to the show. You are now you are now to the Soul Kitchen Radio Radio Sports Show. Guys, you're on Soul Kitchen Radio. If you didn't know, I know there's a lot of people out there listening that don't call the show, and you're you're with Andrew and myself. Seven one four six nine four four one five zero. We will get into anything. I mean, I do. I'm a huge diehard Dolphins fan, but the Dolphins are not going to pay Brian's bills. We'll talk Dallas Cowboys. We'll talk New York Giants. We'll talk any team you like. We're also, Andrew and I are big fantasy gurus. We're battling each other in different leagues. He's in a lot of leagues. I'm in a lot of leagues. So if you need any help out there and you want to win your league this week or you have a money league or you want to win games, you call me because I will help you out. And you can put the money in the PayPal account, and and if I don't make, if I don't win for you, I will give you your money back. But I guarantee you, I will win, and you will win more money. 
Um, I, I'm extremely excited about this season. Um, last night was just a, a test of anything can happen. I mean, who's going to be the upsets this week, guys? Can the Dolphins knock off the Texans? The Dolphins are 0-7. I, 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 I don't know. We're not, we'll get into that at the 9 o'clock hour. We'll talk Dolphins football. But we're going to gear into – we're going to gear into this football season. I am absolutely think it's going to be a great year. I want to touch on a little bit something that we don't really talk about on the show. How did you think the refs were last night? These refs are Division Two refs, and they're, they're in NFL. I mean, these refs, I mean, you know, me and Andrew should come out of retirement. Hey, listen, quit my restaurant job, quit my acting job, and become a ref. You know, it's not the easiest job. I give you guys credit for doing but these refs are vision to refs. I went to the Jacksonville and New York game, and with two seconds to go, the game was practically over. But um, Burlew, who was the quarterback for the New York Giants, was, you know, he was running and he was throwing a pass or something. I, I don't remember. He was trying to kick a field goal. And the refs took about an hour. Are these refs going to cause people to lose money in gambling? Are these refs going to cause people to maybe the refs even get, you know, shot down somewhere? I mean, football is a very, very powerful sport. There's a lot of money invested with Vegas, with fantasy leagues, with different people, you know, people are in pools. You know, the refs last night, I would say, were decent. You know, these refs were, as, as you heard, one of the refs was like an eighth grade or ninth grade geography teacher. <laughs> now he's teaching in the NFL. These refs are not, and I've met refs, I've met college refs, and these refs are Division II refs. They don't have the ACC refs. They don't have the SEC refs. They don't have the Pac-10 refs. The refs that are wrestling in these games are very average refs. These aren't the top refs. So what do you think about that, Andrew? Do you think this is going to affect the season? Or do you think these guys are going to do a good job? Or do you think Godell, Roger Godell, is going to get back on his horse and get the refs that we want back? Or do you think the refs are really going to sit out? Or do you think this is just a one-game thing, see how the refs do, see how everything kind of pans out and go from there? But this nobody really talks about it, but this could be something that – you know, interesting as the season goes along. I mean, hey, some team out of the woodworks might have a really good year because maybe the refs are not doing the right job. I mean, hey, I watched the game last night. The refs were good, I thought. They were decent. They did a good job. I mean, maybe they're getting better. I still think we need the real refs back. Um, But thank God for football. I mean, hey, we didn't have refs. We wouldn't have football. So we got to look at that as the positive. Chris Canny was yelling last night. He was on – it was either Canny, Tucker, Pierre, Paul. It was one of the three from the Giants' front seven. I don't remember which one it was. And they were sitting there saying how they haven't been held that much since they were a child. I mean, they. I mean, so, I mean, apparently some of the – I don't know if that's just bitterness because they lost or if the refs did miss calls. I don't know. I mean, it's been mixed from it. I'll tell you this – if they do, if they're, if this weekend does not go well, you know, Goodell needs to go go to them because this was only one game and it was it was mixed, you know, of a mixture of opinions. Um, I'll, I'll tell you this: um, I know that they're not talking right now, mm-hmm. and you know, I I do think it would be in the best interest of the league to get the NFL, the regular NFL officials, back because part of the situation is with NFL officials. NFL officials are trained to deal with players who have concussions and everything. And um, if a player took a hit to the head or whatever, the refs will, you know, you know, are able to speak and say mm-hmm. what needs to happen. The the ones in there currently have not been trained, to, you know, to watch out and look at out stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I think, you know, in terms of player safety 
And you know what, really, you know what, for the integrity of the game, I really believe it would be in the league's best interest to, um, you know, to get the regular officials back because there were missed calls last night. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I know that talks broke down last weekend and Goodell, or the head of the NFL RA, NFL Referees Association, that's the union that represents them, basically said, you know, whenever Mr. Goodell is ready to talk, we will be here, you know, for him. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to be an interesting game. I mean, let's say we have a game, let's go game Tennessee and, and New England play this week. Uh, I think Tennessee might pull the upset if anybody wants to call on that. I think the Patriots are – and that's what I wanted to talk about is, you know, I wanted to get into the refs. And um, my opinion about the refs is we need to get the real refs back. I thought I was a couple refs before. And these refs are good, but they could cause us, you know, a lot of turmoil. And we need to get the real refs so we can have a great season. But it's game one as long as we get them back. Um, uh, so, yeah, what I wanted to talk about was, uh, um, I mean, the Patriots guys, the Patriots. But I don't want to talk extremely a lot on them. They got rid of Hoyer. And there are some surprise cuts, you know, and um, I want to talk about what I think the Patriots are doing. People don't realize this. They're slowly but surely rebuilding. Brady's 35 years old, and uh, you know, I'm a little bit younger than Brady, but uh, these times coming, you know, and Ryan Malice can be the answer, the guy from Arkansas. Um, and we're going to see what happens. I mean, could this be the year that Brady gets hurt and Malice takes over? Hey, no telling. But if you see what the Patriots are doing, they are going to send – they're going to get rid of Wes Welker. They cut Gaffney. They cut Dante Stallworth. They cut Deion Branch. They're going with a tight end offense because Hernandez, which I have him in my fantasy, a couple of my fantasy leagues, is a tight end. Um, so he's basically being used as a wide receiver because he's practically a wide receiver. Karkowski's a, you know, a tight end. But Wes Welker, this is going to definitely be his last year here. And Jennings, uh, Greg Jennings for the Packers, is definitely going to be his last year. And they, that, the reason why they got uh, Salas, Salas is a stud at Hawaii. He's a good receiver. He can be like a Wes Welker type. They're, they're, they're planning on moving on without Wes Welker, you know. And, it's, you know, I think the Dolphins will probably hopefully make a move for him. But uh, the Patriots are slowly but surely rebuilding. I mean, everyone's like, oh, the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. The Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. Has anyone picked up their fantasy defense? No, their defense was horrible last year. You know, they had they lost to the they lost to the they lost to the Giants last year. Wes Welker and Tom Brady don't see eye to eye. Um, and uh, cool, we have some more callers, so let's get right into this. You're on Soul Kitchen Radio. Seven seven two. Hello. Brian? Yes. Hey, it's Lisa. Hi, Lisa. How are you? How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing I'm, good. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Did you see that game last night? And what do yeah, you think was, about yeah, that I game last too. night? I know you're I know you're not a I know you're not a huge uh Tony Romo <laughs> fan and, and stuff like that. And you're not a listen, I hate Tony Romo. You call him Tony Romo the homo. That's what everybody calls him. You know, he hasn't stepped <laughs> up. He hasn't won a playoff game. I mean, he's dated uh, Jessica Simpson. He's dating somebody now, too. But that doesn't mean anything. Is Tony Romo going to be the answer for the Dallas Cowboys? I mean, shoot. We're all Dolphins fans here. I think we got another Dolphins call here, too. Um, and what it basically boils down to is 
God, wouldn't we love to see – I mean, listen, I love Tannehill. I think he could be the answer two, three, maybe mm-hmm. four years down the road. You don't throw him into this situation. I would love to see Tony Romo come to Miami. I really would have now. And that's, you know, and Ogletree is our wide receiver. Wow, he's actually pretty exciting. Um, obviously, it's not going to happen. But the game last night um, is, is going to be – that's the opener of the season. So there's going to be a lot of surprises. And you saw Kevin Ogletree – come out of the woodworks last night and have an amazing game. I mean, we're all Dolphins fans. Maybe Rashad Matthews, maybe Marlon Moore uh, will come out and do well. Maybe Chris Hogan will come off the practice squad and score three touchdowns in a game, and somebody will, <laughs> will drop, their, drop their popcorn up in the air and say, wow, we got a receiver. We got the next Wells Welker. Because um, we're going to talk Dolphins talk at 9 o'clock, but we're going to get into this Dallas-New York game, and that's the game I kind of want to digest. Were you really impressed? Uh, with Dallas last night? I mean, did they, did they, did they surprise you? Because everybody in their mother was like, the Giants, the Giants, the Giants. But the Giants, listen, they got very lucky last year. You might need a good quarterback. Is he a great quarterback? I wouldn't literally put him in great status. He got really lucky with Manningham's catches last year. Victor mm-hmm. Cruz came out of you know, Woodworks with a Mark Duper, uh, Clayton type of player. And, you know, it well, might not happen Cruz- this year. Cruz you know. killed me last night. Okay. <laughs> Cruz killed me last night. I mean, I picked up Victor um, in two of my fantasy leagues. Um, okay. I don't think I don't I don't think the receivers helped Manning out. I think typically with Dallas, what you see with Dallas at this point is is something that I think you kind of get used to with Romo. I don't think Romo is an elite quarterback. I think Romo is a good quarterback. I think he had a very good game last night. I think he always has very good games in September and October. It's November and December where you start to worry about Romo. That's where you start separating the packs of these quarterbacks. You know, you, you, you've got to go over the hump. November and December, these defensive coordinators are figuring your offenses out. They're going to start bringing things. They're going to see things. November and December, I think, is where Tony needs to turn it up, especially I think this is the last year for Tony. In, in oh, yeah. Dallas, if he doesn't win a playoff game, I really do. I think they're going to pull the plug on him because, like I said, I think you know, with the past couple of years, Dallas is always they always, you know, always are right there, right there, right there. But in December, Romo's a no show. You know, and, and and exactly, Lisa. I mean, this is Tony Romo's year to either shut up or put up. I mean, he's either going to be a backup or he's going to be a Super Bowl winner. Mm-hmm. Dallas on paper has a good team. Kevin Ogletree might be the star that they're looking for. Miles Austin's a pretty damn good receiver. Jason oh, Winnett, yeah. so when healthy, is a stuff for tight end. I mean, he's a tight end oh, yeah. receiver. He's a good guy, you know, 10-year veteran from Tennessee. I mean, Bryant, if he keeps his pants up and can get out of curfew as people driving him around and stays off the sauce, he's a damn good receiver, too. Like a Justin Blackman, they're both out of Oklahoma State, and they got tight ends like John Phillips. And the guy that he just got rid of last time, Bennett, he had a t- touchdown in the Giants game. Was a good player. I mean, they got a sick defense in Sean Lee, where they got a good kicker in Bailey. They have a good team. Demarcus Murray, Felix Jones. I mean, they got good running backs. They they have the team this year. Okay, Philadelphia. It's it's a it's a it's a break or miss with the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, I don't know if uh, you know. I don't know if. Um, if the coach Andy Reid's going to be the guy, I mean, he's going to have to get them to the playoffs. Is Michael Vick going to be the answer? Is Nick Foles going to step in from Arizona and start? I mean, they got rid of Andy Kafka, the guy that they had, and the Eagles are in a, are in a, in a must-win situation, just like the Cowboys are in a must-win situation. The pressure's on Jerry Jones. 
the pressure's on Jason Garrett. And Jason Garrett is a great guy. I mean, I wouldn't mind him the coach with the Dolphins. I interviewed him. I spoke to him. He's a real he's mm-hmm. an ID league guy. And he was the quarterback with Dallas, you know, when Troy Aikman, I mean, back in the days. Well, and he, was, he was quarterback he was coach our quarterback, with us, too. He was our quarterback coach down here. I mean, we yeah. had him down here for a couple years. You know, so, I mean, um, I think the knock with Jason Garrett was, I think when he was handed the reins, I think a lot of expert analysis thought it might be too young. I was a big Jason Garrett. I, I think he is, he's a great coach. Um, I think that, you know, like I said, I, I just don't know what happens to this Dallas team in December. Um, so, and like I, I said, mean, look being at, a Dolphins fan. I mean, look at the Dallas team last year. Okay, guys, they had, a, they had a must-win game at the New York Giants. And I was in my fantasy playoffs. Victor Cruz burned him for 99-yard touchdown. Yes, sir. And Romo yep. choked last year. Like, like Lisa's he, saying, is Romo going to – listen, if Romo steps up, see, he's got to go to Seattle. If you remember the Seattle game, remember when he was mm-hmm. going yeah. for the, the kick and he dropped the kick and he missed it or yep. they, they missed it, he was holding it? I'm not, so maybe he's going to yeah. come back to Seattle, which is going to be an extremely, 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 extremely tough game. Uh, we had a caller on from 3:05, but uh, I didn't get to them in time. But um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get to the Dolphins talk in about six minutes. We're gonna because I know you're a huge Dolphins fan. We actually we actually sat we actually sat next to each other at a game, which was really yes. weird. You you remember me, right? Yeah, I, I think I, you do. You know what? I, these games all blend. I, I the only the only ha- the only saving grace was our our banter about Henny. And Ginn. That yeah. was that was the you, Henny Ginn game and you I know, was I, I was just, mad you know, about Chad Henning. Yes. Yes. Chad Henning yes. to Teddy again and we got Andrew mm-hmm. on the phone. You know Andrew? He's a, hey. I don't know if I know Andrew. He's a he's a he's a diehard Dolphins fan. He's from <laughs> he was he's from Jupiter and uh he's he's in my fantasy league. But uh what do you see the surprises this year in, in the game? What do you see the surprises of uh, who's going to win this week? Is it, is it just my imagination, but do I feel that the Tennessee Titans might upset the New England Patriots? Hey, Dallas Cowboys beat the Giants. Can the, can the Tennessee Titans come out with me, Washington, maybe a healthy Kenny Britt, a good quarterback in Jake Locker, maybe upset the Patriots? Hey, Patriots went 0-4 in the, in the preseason. They've changed a lot on the wide receiver-wise. Gaffney, gone. Deion Branch, gone. Dante Stallworth, gone. Um, mm-hmm. They got tight ends of Chantel. They got to be Hernandez as a wide receiver. I mean, Wes Welker will be gone. I mean, is Greg Salas going to take over Wes Welker's position? Because why did they bring in Greg Salas? Why did they cut Brian Hoyer? They cut these guys because they're rebuilding people. If you're not looking at it, the Patriots are slowly but surely rebuilding. Belichick's going to probably – I mean, I'm not a Belichick fan. I hate him with a passion. I lived up north, <laughs> and I hate Robert Kraft with a passion. I mean, he's dating 28-year-olds, and he's like 90s. Um, but, you know, it's, 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 if you're not realizing what the Patriots are doing is uh, they're rebuilding. And, um, I mean, I think they get upset by Tennessee. I don't see them going 15-1. and one. Who's going to be some, some surprise teams this year, Lisa, that you think are going to come out of the woodworks and really – uh, surprise people. I have a couple of teams that I see are going to be some definitely some surprises. Well, I think I mean I think your teams that that you know, Riders, of course, um, going into the AFC. Um, my my team on the bubble this year that I think is, is actually my Super Bowl pick that you know I thought was kind of but as I think I think this is the Ravens year. I think Flacco wow. is going to have an outstanding year. I really do. I I've actually picked up Flacco in a couple of my fantasy leagues because Flacco's going. He is another one of these to me. This is the year 
he either produces or he's gone. He's another quarterback that I think yes. needs to make this other step. And I honestly think contract year for Flacco, Bray Lewis's defense, I yes. really think the Ravens are going to, going to push on through. Um, I, I like the pick of Tennessee. Year. I like the pick of Tennessee. My problem with Tennessee is I know that, that you're not too high on the, the Patriots defense, but I just think Walker's too young right now. I, I think I think it's going to be a close game, but I think the Patriots are going to pull it out, unfortunately. But that's just me. You know, I hope I'm wrong. Trust me. <laughs> so, I mean, who's your, who's your Super Bowl pick? I mean, I'm going to go on the Woodworks, and we got three minutes till we go Dolphins talk, and we're going to introduce okay. to us on. Um, my my prediction is I think the Falcons are going to be a team to look out for. I mean, Julio yep, Jones, I, guys, I, guys, is stud. He had 30 points against the Colts in Fantasy League last yep. year. I was at the Chiefs game, Dolphins game, when I saw that. And I think Matt Ryan's going to really step up. I think, again, Joe Flacco, nobody realizes this. In most of the leagues, he was, I mean, I, I think I got him like two of my leagues. He was, he was out there. You know, nobody has confidence in him. But this guy's a shoot. Uh, you know, he's got to step his game up. They got Ray Rice. I mean, Bolden, mm-hmm. Torrey Smith. Are they going to have some wood guy out of the woodworks? I mean, everyone's like, oh, their defense is hurt. Uh, the defensive guy, Terrell Suggs, mm-hmm. injured himself playing yeah. basketball. But somebody out of that team will stay, stay, step up. And Harbaugh's a great coach. And a lot of yeah, people I, think I it's going to be the Niners Ravens again this year. No, I think I, I'm going. I'm going Ravens Falcons. That's my pick. Wow, I like it. Yeah, I'm going. I like it actually. Yeah, I going, think the Falcons are the team to get there too. I like Falcons. I do too. And, uh, I do too. I think the Falcons have. I think Matt Ryan's too. I think Matt Ryan's too, and I think the guy's got composure, and he could have been the Dolphins uh, quarterback over Jake Long, but uh, I mean, he's got great weapons. Jack has Rodgers, the other Rodgers, Asante right. Samuel. I don't know why the Dolphins didn't look at getting him. I'm sad of him getting you know rid what? of Monte Davis. I, I was very surprised, too, especially with Asante being the AFC and, and the Dolphins being so familiar with him, and know. you know, especially the teams that he, especially the games that he had against the Dolphins. I mean, this guy had some outstanding games against the Dolphins. He did. But, and, you know, then you don't take a look at him you know, I don't know, but that's just another knock on the Dolphins, you know. I mean, it's the direction that we obviously all think they should go. They and, go the other. And, and I, if Devontae's listening to the show, I'll say a shout-out to Devontae. I spoke to him yesterday. Great guy. Um, he says he hopes he can be here, you know, maybe finish his career with the Dolphins. He's not a big fan of the upper management. And, and you know, he told me honestly. He's like, listen, I'm not a big fan of, you know, it's Ross. We all know it. In Ireland, nobody's yeah, a fan of him at all. Nope. And at the and if the Dolphins are going to win, they're going to have to win with uh, – they're going to have to be new management. We might have to suffer this year, but it might be for a good thing. You know, listen, Sperano got fired last year, and, uh, you know, Chad Henning is gone. I hated Chad Henning. I was at the game. Yeah, sure. I mean, we were, we were at the Texans game when he threw that long pass to begin, and I was so – you know, I just I, – I can't stand the guy. And he sucked at Jacksonville. I saw him play in Jacksonville. He's Did not you? Even I was going to ask you about how, how, how you liked him in Jacksonville. Oh, I, I was booing him. I, um, you know, the Jacksonville <laughs> fans are pretty lame, though. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hit up Arizona. But, guys, we're at 9 o'clock right now. We're going to hear a little soul of the music. Stay on the phone, Lisa. Stay on the phone, Andrew. We're going to hear our, some pump you up opening song. Dolphins fans, let's talk Dolphins football, and let's get into this. But here's a little soul of the music. I know you guys have never heard of them. We're going to play them here. We'll be right back. You're on Soul Kitchen Radio. Call the show, 714-694-4150. We'll talk Dolphins football for 30 minutes. We've got an hour show. But we're going to get into some stuff with the Dolphins need to do to improve. And you know what? Maybe they'll upset Houston. You hear this song? If they hear this song, maybe it's a fight song, guys. Let's, we'll, we'll hear a little soul of the music, and we'll be back after this message. Miami, Miami Dolphins Dolphin, 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 Dolphin. Dolphin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solo D, C 
Let's go. Look, and we gon' do it for the dogs. Ben versus Tag. Sins first game of the season and the next. Win the dogs. Ben versus Tag. Sins first game of the season made the best. Win. Uh, one thing about Miami, man, we get so rebellious. We get so careless of commentators and what they tell us. Despite predictions of value, we never plan to trail you. Dolphin fan to the coffin slam, you can ask in any fan to tell you. We bout that loyalty, building the band of brothers. We gon' need lawyer fees if you disrespect the colors. That aqua orange, we flying out to Houston, Texas. With a new perspective, new selection of players to wreck it. Woo! Oh yeah, respect it. Just need these boys to catch it. Cause Tannehill be playing with skills, gon' be your boss to wreck with. You think the defense sleep, then you gon' find out. Just throw the ball and watch Sean take Johnson out. Shout out to Carlos Dempsey. Shout out Rashawn Jones. Shout out to Dolphins players. players. That's now gone. Shout out the new team, new dream. Now on 40 years since 72. Let's bring the throne home. The Dolphins versus Tech. Fins first game of the season in the next. Win the Dolphins versus Tech. Fins first game of the season made a best. Win. Lamar Miller step it up as well because of his youth. 
you know, he went to a school that I don't necessarily like too much. But you know, <laughs> if you're on the if you're on this team, if you're on this team, I I I, I want you to succeed, and that's what it really comes down to. And if you went to Florida State or if you went to Miami or if you went to or to a Gator like me and you're not on the Dolphins, you're considered an enemy of the state. So, but, you know, it's, you know, we'll, well, I think, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I was just glad we went into our hometown. I'm just glad we went to our hometown a little bit. You know, I mean, it, it, you know, I think the – uh, a lot of a lot of people been knocking the Dolphins about not picking hometown guys, so I think it was a really really good move on Ireland's part as far as fan base to bring Miller in because, like I said, you've got a lot of U fans down there, you know. And I think as far as bringing him in, and you know, I think you're right. I think he's going to be a little bit of a surprise. My thing with Daniel Thomas is, you know, he's a he's a big back. Um, I think Reggie Bush, in my opinion, fits our West Coast style a little bit. You know, West Coast is fast-paced. I mean, it's, it's, you know, we're going from the Tony Sperano ground and pound to a little bit more of a sugar huddle type fast-paced, need to get out of the backfield quick um, I, for a little out. So. Were we really, I mean, Sperano's last couple years, 2010 and 2011, were we really a ground and pound? I mean, they said that we were, but they were letting Chad Henney throw that ball way too much, and we looked as if we were a pass first team and it wasn't working and you know maybe if they didn't maybe if they kind of realized that Henny was trash like I said you know after the first two games of 2010 you know maybe Sperano wouldn't have lost his job but I mean you know they, they said they were ground and pound but I don't know 2011 and 2010 he threw that ball he threw it he threw it he threw it and it didn't work mm-hmm. You know, overshot his receiver. You have a burner. He overshoots his receiver by 15 yards. I mean, he he connected to Ginn. What was it? Once or twice when Ginn was when Ginn played with us when he stepped in for Pennington in '09. Mm-hmm. I mean, that game mm-hmm. against the Jets, those two looked really good. But after that, I mean, you right. know, they 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 just they handled everything those last two years, 2010 and 2011, in a really 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 bad way. Just a really bad way. We got another call. Like them. Yeah. We got another caller from nine one six. What do you want to talk about? I'm probably sure you're probably a, are you a huge Dolphins fan. Uh, no, I'm really not a Falcons fan. But I just wanted to call in and talk about San Francisco Forty ers Okay. What okay, so. The 49ers are the best team. I just wanted to call in and say that. And I'm so glad that Crabtree and that Randy Moss are going to be the best receivers ever. And I'm just so glad that everything is working out for the 49ers. I I think the 49ers have a humongous game against the Packers this week. You think they can pull that off? Aaron Rodgers, Jordy Nelson. I mean, this is going to be a big game because a lot of people are picking the Niners. They kind of have a not-so-great year. I mean, last year when they beat the Saints, they should have won that game. If Teddy Ginn was in that game last year, guys, they would have been in the Super Bowl and it would have been a different story. And I think they might have knocked off – they would have knocked off the Patriots and the Niners would have won. But they had that uh, they had that rookie guy in there. What's the guy's name? Can you help me out? Andrew, what's his name? 
The guy that crumbles. But I just, I just feel like this is the year of underdogs. You know, these are all underdogs. Of course, if you've seen Dallas last night, you see that you can never count out the heart of true champions. And, you know, Dallas has a lot of rings, and so, like, as far as in their lineage, and so does the 49ers, and and so does a couple of other teams. And I just feel like the lineage is is it deeply embedded into the souls of each player and that they know that what's at stake in their leader and Harbaugh is going to bring forth such tremendous thundery upon those Green Bay Packers that they won't know what hit them. I actually, I picked San Francisco to win this week in my pool. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I I like Alex Smith. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be an, it's gonna be an interesting game. I mean, they're, they got to go to Green Bay and win, so it's gonna be definitely a difficult game. Um, the Niners are gonna be uh, a team that everybody, you know, kind of looks at now as a, a dynasty, not a dynasty, but a, a, a top team. Not actually like the year before when they were coming off a really bad year with Michael Singletary and quarterback issues. I mean, they had Troy Smith as quarterback. I went to the game against the St. Louis, uh, St. Louis, St. Louis um, Rams. But this year they're coming off a you know a really good year past year and then they added so many players Randy Moss, Marion Manningham, Brandon Jacobs, or Mark or Marcus James. I mean, I tell you the backup quarterback. Um, I surely think that Brad, they, that New York needed Brandon Jacobs Brandon Jacobs last night. Yeah, they did. They definitely did because uh, David Wilson's a rookie and he's from Virginia Tech and uh, he cried actually when he fumbled so. Um, they definitely needed Brandon Jacobs, and they definitely needed a lot of people. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the Niners have a really, really good shot this year. Um, you know, it's going to be tough. The Falcons are going to be there. The Packers are going to be there. Um, Dallas is going to be there. Probably the Giants, mm-hmm. Eagles. Now, your team uh, is the Dolphins, Bears. right? Who? Your team is the Dolphins. Yes, I'm a, I'm a diehard uh, Dolphins fan. You're right. Yeah, what's up with your coach, man, Mr. Burns, man? What's going on? You mean Joe Philman? Yeah, like, man, what's going on? Like, his preseason, man, is like 0-4, man. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting year. I mean, he's coming. He's, then he he's, let Chad go, and Chad, man, I mean, come on, man. He's running on the beach, man. He's ready to go, man. They let him go, man. It sucked. Well, Chad Chad Henning was never the answer. I mean, he can he can Chad he can, Johnson, uh, bro. Chad, oh, Chad Johnson, Johnson, bro. Well, Chad, Chad Johnson. Like, come you know, on. Listen, listen, Chad Johnson was a good player back in the day with the Bengals. He hasn't done anything. He was horrible with the Patriots. He had Tom Brady as his quarterback. He had well, he wasn't really – he really, he really wasn't – he really – see, you got to understand, man, that the Patriots, they play like robots, man. Chad Johnson is a free spirit, bro. Like, he plays soccer, man. You know, in order to play soccer, you have to be a free spirit, not a robot. Okay, so he went in a bad system, okay? And then when he went into when – when, when they were – you know, last time he had T.O. And he and he said he was going to be Robin. He was going to let he was going to let T.O. be Batman. You know he acquiesced.
OBS to the talents, man, and it didn't do no good. So now let's move fast forward. He's in shape. He's ready to go. You guys let him go, and you obviously have a receiver, a receiving problem and an issue, and you let him go because, you know, you know your coach, man, he's such a jerk ass that he didn't want to eat, you know. Like he wants it his way, and I can only I can only determine from watching, you know, HBO, you know, you know that that you know the camaraderie in the, in the locker room was probably shit, you know. And so I'm just trying to, you know, looking at the Dolphins, and I'm like, man, what's going on? Hey, Lisa, what do you? My what thing, you, what do you, my thing with the Chad Johnson thing is, I, I I truly believe, just like what he's empathizing right now with Chad Johnson, I. I if Hard Knocks wasn't in this, this locker room this year and this happened with Chad Johnson, with him headbutting his wife, and them not spotlighting him, would we even be having this conversation about Chad Johnson right now? See, that, that's, that's my theory on the Chad Johnson thing. You know, I yeah, think he'd be catching balls, man. He'd be catching balls, man. You're basically saying, Lisa, that if he didn't get yelled at by, by Joe Philbin, on the first episode of Hard Knocks, which he did, um, he wouldn't he wouldn't have been under a microscope to have to back what he said he was going to do up, right? Yeah, I just I just I do I just think that if we hadn't known anything about this incident or anything like that, if you know Chad the way everybody obviously knows Chad, he comes into the Miami Dolphins. That's all we know at this point as fans because yeah. Hard Knocks isn't there. We we don't see Philbin yelling at him. We don't you know we do see the text that he sent out to Goodell about get your checkbook ready, which, you know, everybody's like, oh, boy, here we go, same old Chad. Two weeks later, he headbutts his wife. Like I said, are we having this conversation if HBO isn't spotlighting this guy, or are we just going, yep, that was, that was Chad, he's out of here. Yeah. Not I mean, at all. And plus, I believe, I believe that, they, that HBO actually... You are now, you are now in the Soul, Soul Radio, Radio Sports, show. Sports Show. They actually went to Chad and they said, man, we, we're going to need your character because, you know, you gave it to us, you know, prior. So we want you to do, you know, for ratings sake, do what you did, and that's what he did. But that was on the contrary of the coach who was a jerk ass. You see how he's on the field saying, hey, watch those F-bombs. Come on, man, it's 2012, bro. Like, we play football, good and iron shit, dug in. Yeah, yeah. I like to cuss, motherfucker. Like, come on, man. I've, I've, you know, I'm contemplating possibly pursuing a career in coaching, and I mean, you know, because it's good practice for me to limit my swearing on the radio, even though, like, you know, when we get in trouble for me cursing out here, I have a really big, you know, I have a very, 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 you know, bad mouth, and, you know, I'm going to use it if any of my players, you know, what screw up. I don't have a problem with cursing. I think it can actually, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with that at all. I mean, I, yeah, I agree with Lisa. I, I, right that, I mean, I agree with Lisa in, in that if um, I or Philbin basically threatened, said if you screw up or whatever, whatever he said on that first episode, you screw up, you misbehave, you drop F-bombs, I'm going to kick you out of here. Everybody saw that because they did. But he dropped, and, you know, he dropped and, the F bomb himself, bro. He does. He doesn't. You know, Jake Long. Jake Long. Is this so easy? Is this so easy? Yeah. <laughs> it is. I knew it was. Okay. Good, good, good. Yeah, I'm easy. What's up, man? You, you, you really, you really like. I was looking at the, I was looking at the number. Well, you don't know uh, my number. That's on you if you don't know my phone number. Straight up. <laughs> I, was, I, I knew you're you're playing on those voices, man. I know you're a you're a Chad Johnson lover. This is my 
my boy Omizi's around. Nah, I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm not. I'm not a Chad. I'm not a Chad Johnson, Johnson nah. lover, man. But I do like to. I do have my teams that I do like. Like I like the. I like the Steelers. I like the Dolphins sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all got. Sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Reggie. Reggie Bush. You feel me? So I'm just saying. I, you know, I just. I. You know, when I watch Hard Knocks, I feel like, damn. You know, if you want productivity out your people, man, you gotta let them. You know, be lightweight, free spirits to some degree, man. And I just feel like he. If the atmosphere is all stick, stiffy and stuffy and all that, then you ain't gonna, you're not gonna perform. But I just, but I was just digging into you because I know you're a, a, a diehard Dolphins fan. Yeah, no, I, I know. And I was like, and you're putting on those voices, and I was like, God, I was like thinking to myself, like, either this is, this is, this is either Misha, either Misha is a high guy, or someone's calling her show. It's, it's had a little. You know, I'm whooping on Misha. You know, I'm whooping on Misha, right? Oh, I hate, I hate the, I hate the, I hate the Patriots. He's for Scar Show. I, I, I want Andrew to rip. No, but listen, the Patriots are. They play like robots, and that shit can be to their detriment too. You already know. They cheat. I, you know. They cheat. They cheat. I, any they Patriots cheat. fan wants to call the show out and call, call me out. They're cheaters, guys. They're cheaters. Bill Belichick cheats. Robert Kraft. You know this team. The Patriots are not going to have a good year. Like people. I could see it easily being the Falcons, and I could see it possibly being the Ravens in the Super Bowl. It's going to be two surprises. Look at last year. I mean, hey, I'm going to go on the Woodworks. Wouldn't it be great if the Miami Dolphins got to the Super Bowl? I mean, I, mean, I don't, I don't really know what would. I would do. I, I might have a heart attack and die. And then just call it a day. <laughs> I just my plane tickets punched to New Orleans. I mean, I went to the Super Bowl last year in Indianapolis, and it was an awesome, awesome time. So, I, I said I will never do another Super Bowl because of how expensive it is unless my Dolphins make it. Oh, you're so, actually you know, at the Super Bowl? You're at the game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can, I bought them on NFL Ticket Exchange. I paid uh, a, a really high price for them, but I, I went, yeah. I was there. I never, been, never been to the Super Bowl, but hopefully we'll do the radio show from the Super Bowl uh, this upcoming year. We're, <laughs> we're going to work on that. And New Orleans, That'd maybe. be awesome, Brian. That'd be awesome. That's good. That's the, that's the goal is to try to, you know, get some more people. But Omizi, I mean, I, I, don't don't you, I, don't bet, I hope you don't bet. You're not betting all your enthusiasm on the Dolphins, though, bro. No, no. I think we're going to even, even when the 49ers, even when the 49ers, and, 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 you know, we still got a whole season to play, so I'm just saying, but even when we suck super ass, I still had to have a backup team just to enjoy the season. Like, just, oh, you know, so I always went to the You know, I love – I don't know who I like. I like the, the Falcons. I mean, that's my team. You know, I was born here in Atlanta, and I'm a huge, huge Julio Jones fan. I think White's going to have a decent year. I think Matt Ryan's going to step up. We used to think they're going to get to the Super Bowl. And I think the Falcons' time is now. I mean, they lost to the Giants last year. I think Matt Ryan's going to really step up, and Mike Smith's yep. going to get him over to the hump. They also got the Jacksonville offense coordinator. They got rid of Malarkey. Malarkey went to Jacksonville. But I, I think there's going to be some, you know, I can see it being Atlanta and Houston. I think the Texans have all the weapons. They got Walter. <laughs> they they got Owen Daniels. Oh they got Andre Johnson. They got Foster. Well, he's got Andre Johnson's yeah. got to stay healthy, though. That's their biggest yeah. thing. Has, has yeah. he made it a full season? I don't think he's ever, I don't think he's no. made it a full season. He's from Miami, you, today, know? you know, and and Foster sucked. My kids are stuck in Tennessee. Undrafted rookie. <laughs> Undrafted in Tennessee. Up. Yeah. Um, on on Tuesday uh, morning in my sports and media class up uh, up here at UF, uh, we the class we skyped in with uh, Jeff Darlington, formerly of the Miami Herald, Dolphin beat writer. He works for NFL Network, and I asked him what the Dolphins needed to do 
to, um, you know, tr- for us to get back to our winning ways. We have a general manager. He know that a lot of players don't like, a lot of fans don't like players around the league that are not on the team think he's a giant toolbox. And Darlington yeah. laughed, and, the, and all 85 of us in the class laughed. We thought it was really funny, but it's, you know, we're calling a spade a spade here, you know. And, and basically, um, he said, Jeff Ireland has a very, very, very conservative approach, and he needs to start taking risk. He needs to start finding talent, hitting on that talent, and cultivating on the talent that he finds. So basically, he was just saying it in a professional way, Ireland needs to start doing his job. If you, and, and until then, the Dolphins are going to struggle, end quote. And it's and it's sad when your players don't care for you. I mean, I spoke to Vontae Davis, and he's like, God, I hope I can come back when my career's kind of coming to an end. Vontae loved Miami, and I love Vontae, you know. And I don't think he was a huge fan of uh, Ireland or Stephen Ross. Lisa, Stephen Ross just makes the checks. Ireland's supposed to do his job, and Joe Philman and him are supposed to do his job. But if the Dolphins do not win this year, if they go four and twelve, six and ten, one and fifteen, like Camacho says, Camacho said the next time we're going to be in the Super Bowl is two thousand twenty-five in Oakland. That's so on off. We don't even know what's going to happen by then. Oh. But you know, I want to see us now. Everything, I mean, I everything, see everything, everything, everything always depends. You know, depends on what the draft, who gets who gets yep. what in the draft. It it depends on uh, who's up for free agency and who has the pocketbook to spend the money on the players that's coming into free agency. You know what I mean? So that's what Dallas did. That's what a few other people did. You know, San Francisco Ireland included. Right now, you know, all the suck ass, all the all the teams that suck ass. If you know, if they had some money to spend, they spend it. And if you didn't spend no money, like the Raiders and a few other teams, yep. then you gonna you gonna suck ass. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> All the, all the right. Dolphins care about is just the celebrities. Like, who cares about Jennifer Lopez, Mark Anthony, yeah. and the Williams? I, I want to see the team win. I couldn't give a bigger fuck. I mean, I fucking, I fucking drive. Listen, I fucking drive down from fucking Gainesville five hours each direction. I don't give a shit. You know, I want to win football games. That's all it takes me. I'm losing, and you're, and they're still getting my ass in the seat. I mean, you know, you know, what pisses, you know what pisses me off about the, about the Dolphins is like, you, you know. Even if even if David Garrard is, is banged up, you still kept two, you know, what three people that you know probably can't do shit. Even though Tannehill, Tannehill was named Tannehill. I mean, but you yeah. can still at least at least keep one person that's tried and true to teach the youngsters how to do. You know what I, I mean? Know. That can ha- put the, the headphones on and, and hold the mistake, yeah, hold the clipboard. You know, because he'd been there, did that, ran a team for several years, and you just that's sell that inform- You just sell that data bank off to you know for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's asinine to me. Like he don't want nobody above him. I feel like. Well, the thing with me with 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 them is, I I think what you do, like when you talk about the the celebrities and stuff like that, the problem that I'm having with Ross right now as an owner is this guy doesn't get it. He doesn't get the concept of passion. I mean, though we hate the, you know, I'm not a big Cowboys fan. You know, I'm not. And Brian, I know you with Kraft, um, Daniel Snyder. One thing about these owners, they love their teams. Jerry True. Jones would do anything in the world for his Dallas Cowboys. Daniel Snyder will open That's that true. checkbook and do anything he can for his Washington Redskins. All That's this true. owner cares about is whether we drive five hours from Jacksonville to see Mark Anthony or Jennifer Lopez's ass. I don't care. Um, <laughs> until that changes, nothing's going to change down here because Ross has nobody. 
you know, unless one of these owners can take him under his wing and say, look, this is what's happening down there. I, Ireland is Ross's driver. I mean, he's like, it's exactly. like driving Mr. Ross. You yeah. know, I mean, I mean, until we get an owner that is passionate about winning, then we're, we're, this is what we're going to get. You don't think we're ever going to – you don't think we can win with these owners? Because, I mean, everybody – David said – I mean, I speak to numerous people on Facebook. Uh, Mark – Mark, Mark, you know Mark. Everyone knows Mark Shepard. He right. sent me a picture today. I wish I could post it, but I can't. I don't have a – he said Jeff Ireland for murder. I mean, everybody hates Jeff that. Ireland. I saw that. I saw that. Oh, you saw that, Lamar Foot. Oh, you're I on Mark's Facebook. That. That's my boy. Yeah, and, and it's sad because I talked to former players too, and nobody's a fan of this Jeff Ireland guy. And I mean, listen, Jeff Ireland's a great scout. He's a great scout. What he did with the Cowboys, but he's not a GM. He's way over his head, just like the president. I don't want to get into that. People are way over their head, <laughs> you know, and, and, and you know, the president of the United States. But um, hey, you watch know, it. I know, I know, I know. He's he's watch he's it. You he's, don't want he's that. I know, I know. He's he's way he's way over his head. You know, he's in. I could coach. I mean, I could be the GM in his team. I know what the team needs. I know the scouts. I know the players. You know, Ireland's just. I think that a lot of people think that Ross is trying to move the team to LA. Um, and I don't guys, think that. Guys, I mean, guys, guys, need, we, we, we we got we got we got a Patriots fan on the phone. We have we have we have, we have uh we have a diehard Patriots fan. He's uh. <laughs> <laughs> he's Damon. He's Damon on the side. He's Misha. Andrew, you got your boy uh, Misha on the phone. He's a diehard Patriots fan. He, you know, he loves my Dolphins, too. He wants to see us be good. He, he goes to the Raiders game. He went to the Dolphins-Raiders game when I was in Oakland. He'll probably go to the Dolphins-Niners game. If anyone's going to the Dolphins-Niners game, guys, it's going to be fun. I'm hoping I'm going to be out there. I'm easy. 40, all of us are going to chill and have a great time. And uh, hopefully, watch Dolphins upset the Niners. Hey, that's a, that's for a, for a mean time, but uh, we got we got very, that's a very long that's a very long introduction of me. Hey, we got we got Mister Misha, the diehard Patriots fan. He's Tom Brady's lover on the side, and uh, he, he's he's really well, happy about no to that. Dallas. I mean, his his pants are going up and down with the news. He made him cut his hair. And, no, they're down. Uh, they are Brandon Lloyd. down. Brandon Lloyd. I mean, we got Dolphins Patriots fans. We got Niners fans on the show. And uh, welcome oh, no. to the show. I'm having Misha. a welcome. third, too. Oh, welcome yeah. To the and, show. Yeah, it's you nice. I'm just a big part of this baseball season. Oof. It is nice to finally have football back. God. Woo. Don't even talk about the baseball season. Is Bobby Valentine still alive is the question. Woo. He's got to, you know, hey, talk about baseball. Still, uh, are you eating a hot pocket over there? What's going on? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not eating a hot pocket. I just don't even want to talk about the Red Sox. This is only football. Oh, okay. The Red okay. Sox <laughs> cost me a heart attack right now. I had another anxiety attack like yesterday. Um, so let's get into football. I mean, you're a huge Patriots fan. We're we're Dolphins fans. We got Niner fans. But we'll, we'll talk a little. Uh, I mean, are you excited about the Patriots? Or you see what I see that they're slowly but surely kind of rebuilding? And get into my Dolphins a little too. Because uh, I know you follow Dolphins, Patriots. You know, you and I have been friends forever, and you know I've been a Dolphins fan since uh, since you've known me, diehard. And uh, I have connected with diehard I fans. That's a question. Do what? <laughs> so, uh, so Brian, how do you feel about the Dolphins? Uh, but no, uh, I mean I am pretty excited. You know, the our, our offensive line is definitely in question. And uh, our defense is definitely in question, but that's why they definitely did a you know pretty good job of trying to draft as many different young 
young, fresh faces and young, fresh legs, and hopefully it, uh, you know, it all comes through for us. But uh, I'm definitely, definitely excited to see what's going to happen on that offense, which seems to have uh, like five or six tight ends on it. So it kind of it went a little crazy with you the tight ends. You guys just got right? You guys just got Winslow? Uh, they just I, got him. I can't pronounce his name. Yep, they just got him from the Redskins. Alan Winslow? Yep. Oh, wow. No, no, they, no, no, no. they got that. They, they, they signed Winslow, too. They just got a tight end from Washington who was in Josh McDaniel's offense in St. Louis because Hernandez right. is a wide receiver. That's why. I mean, he's, he's going to be mm-hmm. a guy that can actually run out of the back. They might use him in an option form. Brandon Lloyd's going to be a stud. Might have, like, uh, 1,500 yards, 10 touchdowns. I mean, they got rid of Deion Branch, got rid of Stallworth. They got rid of Gaffney. Um, and Wes Walker, this is his last year. That's why they got Greg Solis. That's why they got rid of Brian Hoyer, um, because Ryan Mallett's going to be the answer in two, three years. And Belichick's going to resign. And, you know, this is what they're doing. They're rebuilding. Uh, Josh yeah, Williams, rid of we'll Branch. Be, we'll they got rid of coach. Deion Branch. Yeah, yeah. Deion Branch. That, that was a big shock. Dolphins that was a big shock right there. Dolphins didn't want him, though. Dolphins didn't want well, him at all. Yeah, I think he's still hurt, though. I don't. I, 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 somebody said that he was still kind of banged up and that he really couldn't do much in the workout. So I'm just kind of wondering. Oh, they didn't you know, say that. They didn't say that. Yeah, that, oh, that's you know. mainly that's mainly the thing. So I, I feel like it's one of those things where they just they they don't sign him and they just gonna have a bunch of guys that they sign for the practice field and then once those guys are ready to go, that's when they uh, pick them back up again. I mean, the, the Patriots always, you know, get these kind of talents like Salas. I mean, Greg Salas is stuck from Hawaii, wide receiver, young. Uh, Wes Walker's like in his 30s. Might be, I heard he has a house down in Miami, him and his wife or girlfriend or whatever wife, I guess now. Um, you know, he's looking to possibly come back to Miami. So, I mean, you don't know. Wes Walker was a practice squad player for the San Diego Chargers, and the Dolphins got him off the practice squad and, you know, made him a stud. You know, he, was a, he also was a kick returner. He also kicked field goals. But before we get back into Dolphins talk, let's get into this promo. I mean, Amisha, Amisha, come on. Don't you hate it when people smoke and girls' breath smells and, you know, you're, you're at a game and people are smoking and they just they reek. They smell. Well, I guess it really depends. It really depends what they're smoking. You know what I mean? Well, okay. Well, this is this is a public show, but I mean, cigarettes, guys. Cigarette smoke will, you know, it makes you, it makes you smell. I mean, I don't know if anyone smokes here, but here's something to help you guys quit smoking. <laughs> Paul Riesel will tell you the exact way to help you. He has this great new idea that'll help you quit smoking. Listen to this advertisement, and we'll be right back. Have you ever tried to quit smoking? Then you know how difficult it can be. I'm Paul Risso, creator of The Smell That Will Make You Quit. It's a simple, step-by-step system that I know will work for you. Believe me, I tried it all. Patches, pills, gums, electric cigarettes. I even tried to be hypnotized and acupuncture. Nothing worked. So I developed a simple, step-by-step system I know will work for you. So quit smoking for the last time with the smell that will make you quit. I know you can do it. Go to the smell that will make you quit dot com on Soul Kitchen, on Soul Radio. Kitchen Radio. Guys, that's Paul Russo. Uh, go to that website. You guys will will be amazed. I mean, your life will be a lot longer, and things will go absolutely amazing for you. The www dot the, the smell that will make you quit dot com. Check it out. Get that deal, and you'll be you'll be amazed. I mean, I I don't smoke anymore from taking that. Not not literally, but I smoke here and there. But um, that's Paul Rizzo for you guys. I mean, did that did that message just make you 
you don't smoke me, so I don't know if I'm easy smokes. I know you smoke other stuff. So. <laughs> You're 99% uh, dazed and confused. I used to be too. But, uh, you know, that's Paul Rizzo, guys. Check it out. But let's get back into football. Misha, are you excited about football? I mean, what are you going to do when my Dolphins knock off the Patriots? I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to jump up and down and be a cheerleader. Worse than the Georgia Dome in front of 75,000 people. Well, if anybody watched me on TV. I was a cheerleader this past weekend, guys. Yeah, I was a cheerleader. <laughs> I, am. I had pom-poms in my hands, literally. And uh, I was in a mask, obviously, if anybody saw me. I think a lot of people did see me. But uh, I was the SEC uh, mascot this past weekend. And it was exciting. It was a great adventure. And I hope it leads to other things. But I'm, I'm ecstatic about the, you know, the game. Misha's in fantasy football. He's going to be calling me, trying to ask me who he should start. And I helped him with this draft. I walked him through his draft. I told him who to get. Um, and he's a big Randy Moss fan, so um, I think Randy Moss is going to have a big year. I really do. I wish the Dolphins would have took a look at Randy Moss. Four touchdowns, five touchdowns, maybe 700 yards. Um, they wasn't trying to spend no money. No, they don't want to spend money. They don't want to spend money. You know, but you know what it means at the end of the day? Everyone thinks the Dolphins are going to suck. Um, Omizi has them, I don't know, you might have them four and 12. Uh, Camacho has them one in 15. Rich Gannon. Uh, what, 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 what was uh, last year? What were they last year? Uh, we were 6 and 10, right? Yeah, 6 and 10. We, uh, we, yeah, went, we went on a roll. We started 0 and 7. We beat the Chiefs 1 and 7. We beat Buffalo. We lost to Denver. We were up 15 nothing with 5 minutes and 41 seconds to go, and they lost the game 18 15. But. You know, I mean, the Dolphins just got to play, take it one day at a time. You know, hopefully Joe Philman comes out and fires them up. Hopefully Foster doesn't have an extremely great game. Hopefully Johnson doesn't burn them for three touchdowns. It could be bad. I mean, the bookies. You you asking that quarterback? You asking that quarterback to be Matt Castle-ish? Like, you know, I don't know. You putting tremendous pressure on that that quarterback, and I ain't seen enough to Matt, think that he Matt can Matt keep him going there. <laughs> I think Ryan Tannehill in his rookie year is better than Matt Castle. When he went to KC and did his, and did his, did his, did his thing, Matt Castle did his thing, didn't he? Okay. No, Gary Kubiak. Kubiak, sorry, Lisa, to cut you off on my bad. I just wanted to say, I tried saying it earlier. Gary Kubiak this afternoon had nothing but, he said, Ryan Tannehill is a franchise player. You know, that's oh, the wow. head coach of the Houston Texans. He's like, Ryan Tannehill is a franchise player. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Our defense, I mean, Lisa probably agrees with this. I think our defense needs to make a shift. I've said it a couple other times, and I'll say it again. They need to have Olivier Vernon on the strong side of the defensive line, and they need to have Cameron Wake on the weak side. So, and and you need to have Starks and um, what's that other guy's name inside the middle? Starks and Audric. Audric is a forty-three. Audric is a forty-three defensive tackle. He played in the forty-three as a defensive tackle at um, at Penn State. Olivier Vernon and Wake need to be the down linemen. You know, Soli is not the guy that was a terrible, terrible move to resign, and especially since we knew we were going into this defensive scheme. And Soli and the defense struggled the entire preseason, and they're part of the reason why we didn't we, we looked really, really bad. You know, you yeah, need we, to put we, that kid from the that, that kid we from had the no push up front. 
Yeah, we had no push-up and, We had no yeah. pressure. No pressure. And I, I think if they were to use it, if you were to use that kid from the U and Vernon and Wake on the other side, and you have Starks and Audric in the middle, I guarantee you we would that would give us the best opportunity to collapse the pocket. And I don't know why that they're that they're that they haven't tried that at all. I mean. Audric is too big to play as a down lineman on the outside to begin with. His height and his weight don't go for it. Paul Solei is a 34 nose tackle, if that. I think Solei is just garbage, but, you know, that's just my opinion. I mean, you know, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm, I'm just I'm hoping that they'll be able to figure that out and say, run it with these four in the front seven, run it with Vernon on the strong side, Audric and um, and Starks in the middle, and have Wake as the you know uh, 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 as the weak side you know defensive lineman. I just don't know why they haven't tried it at all. But you know, well, I mean, I think we had a good push up the middle. I mean, when you look at our last game, and I don't I don't know if you guys listen. I don't I listen to Joe Rose and them. I don't listen to Bob Greasy and Dick Stockton. Joe Rose and okay. them were going ballistic. They were going ballistic. We had so many runs go around that defensive line. Nobody spread it out. It was like we bottled up in the middle, and they just ran around us every single play. Right. It was just like our right. safeties, our, our safeties over bit. They came. I mean, we blocked up the middle, and I'm, I'm just and Joe Rose was going ballistic because and it was true. They were they were going. I mean, they hit us and bounce out and and run 25 yards down the field. There was there. Where is everybody? Nothing. I mean, you know, there was a, I went to the game in Tampa just because the game against Atlanta, I was up here and I didn't want to drive five hours, you know, for a meaningless game like that. But, I mean, they've just got – they just did not intrude up on defense the entire preseason. It's like, you know, it's like, what are you guys doing? But yeah. – you got The I Dolphins – the Dolphins – What's, what's, what's crazy about the Dolphins, right? When I mean, we're talking about the Dolphins, and we was just—I think earlier today I was, we was talking about Dallas and how Dallas is supposed to be America's team, and how they was way, you know, falling under the standard of what Dolphins football is. And then I'm, now I'm reflecting on on the Dolphins. Now I know Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl, so that goes all the way back. How far? Now when was the last time the Dolphins won a Super Bowl? Forty years ago. Won the Super Bowl or were in it? But what I'm just saying is like every everybody who anybody who won the Super Bowl, they spent some money. And if you're not gonna spend no money, there's no sense of even talking about the Super Bowl. It's just, I mean you're just yeah, getting your hopes up high. You gotta spend some you gotta spend some dough. If you're not spending no dough and you're not picking up people, I mean, you're not picking up players yeah, I, I, who, who at least will sell a jersey. You know, it's, just, it's not making any sense. Yeah, but then like again, you're said, all you're they doing don't, is they don't have any playmakers money. on the team. That's the sad that's part. What, that's what I'm saying. you got to spend money on playmakers. You have to. I know. Reggie Bush is good. I mean, it's required under the new CBA that was, that was, that was signed last offseason – Teams have to spend are required by the collective bargaining agreement to send not to spend ninety nine percent of their cap space. All right, they are required to do so. 
it is it is in that. Now, either we're overpaying for just a bunch of garbage players or something else is in there. But who are you paying? But, That's the whole point. Who, who are you I, paying? I don't know. I mean, but I know we're required. <laughs> we, we're required. We are required to spend 99% of our cap space. Every single team is. And, you know, I don't know what it is they're doing. But he was only giving Chad Thompson. Chad Johnson was only getting a million dollars. Like that's nothing. That's a write off. I know. I know. I know. I mean, we he gave we gave signing to the veteran minimum. I mean, they, they even said we're gonna have to we're gonna have to rework you know some some other players' contracts next year. Wake was a soul was a holdout. We signed Wake to a multi year deal, and you know he's he's taking up some stuff. I mean, like there was other players that we wanted that I read, and the other players wanted to come here, but it would require us to work with, you know, other players within in our cap space. And I'm like, I mean, I know Paul Soli is making a pretty decent amount over the next several years, and that's like, it's like we, we're required. All I know is when the, when the union and the league signed that deal, every single team is required to spend 99% of their cap space because they have to. And if, if we're doing that, and as far as I know, we haven't gotten in trouble for spending you know, not enough money, you know, we're paying somebody, but there's no results there. So I, I, I don't know. We, we got another well, diehard well, Dolphins fan. His name's Damon on the phone. Damon, what do you think about the Dolphins this year? I have always loved their colors. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Dolphins. It's just, it's just such a wonderful animal creature. I just, it hurts me knowing that they would just throw a bunch of dolphins on the field and expect them to do stuff. Dolphins don't belong on the field. They should be in the water. And that's the only thing that really hurts me. Because when I see them out there, I just want to help them and save them. And, oh, yes, football team is pretty good, too. You want to save the Dolphins, spend some money. <laughs> who's, who's, David, who's your favorite player on the Dolphins? Uh, your dad used to take you to Dolphins games as a kid, and you Flipper. grew up in you grew up in Miami, and uh, you, used to, you used to go out of, a lot of games, and now you moved. Mm-hmm. But uh, who's your favorite player on the Dolphins, and why? Well, I remember... From my childhood, I would sneak in when the games were over, and I would just swim in the jock straps of my favorite football players, and that was my that was my childhood. Uh, Dan Marino, he was the greatest um, black quarterback that no, ever God. lived. Uh, I want to know why. A, I want to know why. How come Dan Marino is the only Dolphin player most people can mention? Ah, uh, Dan Marino's God. You know, I mean. But what I'm saying is, I, that's the only. He's the only player I can name. Mark Duper, Mark Layden, Jim Jensen, Rose Oliver. Oh yeah, he's the one. Troy Stomper. Uh, I mean, I can I can who? mention Peter Stradovich, the kicker. Who? 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 Hey, who? hey. Dan Marino. I mean, Dan Marino's Miami. There's so many people out there. <laughs> that's a one. <laughs> well, well they didn't have it replaced him. I think that's why. Don Shula. That's... You don't know who Don Shula oh, is? One of the best coaches oh, in football. Oh, my God. Don Shula. Player. 
I said player, dude. I know, but Don Shula, one of the best coaches. <laughs> Don, Don Shula. So, Damon, what's your what's your prediction on the Dolphins? Are you are you excited about Ryan Tannehill? Do you think he's going to be the next Dan Marino? Because we've been waiting for Dan Marinos from Trent Green to Cleo Lemons to Jay Fedor on the roof to uh, – I, I mean, God, we've went through so many quarterbacks. Um, got a key, Pat you White. know, <laughs> Pat White. Oh my God! I am pretty excited, but hold on, Zach. Zach Thomas is here right now. He wants to see me. Hold on, Zach. Zach Thomas is there. Can oh, you there you go. Yeah. There you go. Now you. There you go. Now I know Zach Thomas. Now that, Zach he's Thomas, a soldier. Like, Taylor. He's a beast. Nah, he's a beast. Yeah. Like that's that's one. Okay, everybody need to remember. Zach Thomas and Dan Marino. Who else? Jason Taylor. Uh, Jason. Okay, Jason. Taylor. There we go. There we go, guys. Yeah, yeah. Jason Taylor. Okay, I know. Uh, 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 you're good. Yeah, three of them. Chad, Chad Pennington. Okay, Pennington okay, was, there you Pennington go. Pennington was good for us for one year. He, no, he was, was good. Jets, he, really, he, was, he was really a Jets dude, though. He was really Jets. Yeah. Fielder was more. Fielder, what's his name? Fielder? Fielder was a good quarterback. He had a gay game nah, against good. the Raiders. Nah, he was good. So that's four. Like that's him. four. That's four. Okay. You got four. Good. <laughs> Always remember that. Next time somebody asks you that question, name off them four people real quick. Blah, 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 blah. Well, hopefully we're going to name, name Ryan Tannehill, Rashad Matthews, Brian <laughs> Harline, maybe, maybe Agnew. <laughs> Maybe Paul Soliak. I know, I know, Hopefully I know. Hopefully you Reggie Paul Bush. Soliak. Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. Hopefully Reggie be a Bush go. Playmaker. I think we're strong. You got to go for a thousand yards this year. At least a thousand yards this year. I, I, I think he could have a really good year. Daniel Thomas could have a good year. What's Brian Harline mm-hmm. going to come back? But Damian, your what's your prediction on the Dolphins? Do you think do you think Stephen Ross and in Ireland? What do you, what is your prediction about these guys? What do you think about Fonte Davis going? What do you think about? Do you think this team can make some noise? Or do you think we're going to have another bad year and then Ireland's going to get fired? What's your prediction on Ireland? Silence. Are you there? Oh. Uh, I guess I guess Damian for you him and Zach Thomas are having together. Uh, we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get we'll get Damian Damian fell off the air. Uh, you know, um, let's get we got we got 13 minutes on the show. It's been a great show. I am a Static about the games. I mean, I can't wait. I, mean, I want you to make watch. sure you get a backup team, though. Please do that for me. I'm a Falcons fan, bro. I'm a Falcons okay, fan. Okay, no. I like the Falcons. I've been a Dolphins fan my whole life, but I, I respect the Falcons. You know, your okay, backup team yeah. too. I like the Niners. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm my back, you know, I'm, but that's my, my backup team is the Steelers, though. That way, if my team. Oh God, Ben Roethlisberger, guys! If you haven't heard, it's going to sit out one game. I'm in my fantasy league, so if anybody's got that Ben Rosenberg is starting, he's actually having a kid, believe it or not. Yeah, he's a rapist and having a kid. Hey, so hey. Got to throw that in there. I wish I had some <laughs> takes on him. But, they, hey, we, they, all have, they, we all have second chances they, in life. Um, they, they calmed him down. <laughs> they did. They did. He's, he's maybe really got his life together. I mean, it's, these games this week are going to be absolutely awesome. I mean, the Niners are playing the Packers. I mean, let's – Let's go through I'm the game. Sorry, I was gone. Zach okay, was the passing uh, right back. Zach. <laughs> I want to I get you right now. I mean, maybe you were hooking up with Zach Thomas on the side. Uh, God, no. no dad. From the no. front. On the front? Okay, okay. What's your prediction about my, about the Dolphins this year? Do you think Jeff Ireland and Stephen Ross can take us to the promised land? 
I think they're going to have a really, really, really good season. They're going to go at least 6-10, and ten, you know, just really good. Six and ten. That's good. That's most what people are predicting. That's six and ten. I got six and ten or ten you and six. Really, no. really, really good. <laughs> do you think do you think Ireland's gonna get fired? Do you think Ireland's the answer or what's going on with that? Uh that'll be a suicide watch for him. Okay. Mhm. You think somebody that has nothing going on from himself is gonna take him out either and you know, flat in his tires or even, I mean, I feel sorry for Jeff Iron. How does he get in his car? How does he go to work every day when everybody hates him? You know, he's one of the, he, he, he's one of the most hated person in, in Miami. You he'll know, drink like a lot. Say, he'll be a drinker. Alcohol will help him. Alcohol will help Iron. Well, alcohol doesn't help a lot of people. Unfortunately, it never helped me. But uh, Iron will start drinking himself to his sorrows to sleep. He was with, you know, with the Bears from 11. But, uh, Damien, I think the Dolphins could go 6-10, 10-6. I want to get into these games real quick, and then we're going to have to say so on. We're going to get ready for Sunday's fantasy show, guys. You've got to listen to it. My boy Camacho. We might even have Omizi on. We'll have everybody on. We're going to talk fantasy football. I'm going to be in leagues with people, so I'm going to be giving people hints. Um, and uh, it's going to be absolutely amazing. Let's get into these games real quick. Uh, Pittsburgh, Denver. Who do you like? Denver. 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 I'll take Denver. They got rid of Heinz Ward. They got they got rid of Heinz Ward. Ben. They got who rid of the meat, the, the meat and potatoes. You get rid of the meat and potatoes, the engines, the little engines that could, man. Then you, it's over. So that's my that's my that's my page. I'm, I think I think you know Denver going to be fired up and they're going to be ready to go. Yeah, it's a toss-up. It's a great Sunday night game. I mean, last year with the Mario Thomas. You just Thomas, said Ben is sitting out the Tebow. first game, right? You just said Ben Roethlisberger is out the first game? No, no, no. He's going to be sitting out in December when they have the kid. They're not having the kid Oh, yet. okay. So, okay. I mean, if you have him in your fantasy, I like. I, I think Pittsburgh comes out and wins that game. Um, I think Pittsburgh has, you know, comes out a, a relevance uh, after what Peyton Manning, you know. It's going to be tough to come back and be the, you know, the star that uh, he expects and, uh Hey, congratulations to the Baltimore Orioles. They're uh, beating the Yankees right now 6-3, to three, but Baltimore's on a tear. Indianapolis and Chicago. Andrew Locker's uh, color. Oh, I want to see Andy win the game. Yeah, Chicago's going to dominate that game. Brandon yeah, Marshall's going to have at least a touchdown or two. I think Vontae Davis is going to have a pick. Uh, Philadelphia and Cleveland. I love Philadelphia all day. I have no confidence. All day. All day, Philly. Philly all day with the backup, with the yeah. backup quarterback. Put, Fol- put Foles Philly. in the game. Put Foles in the game. St. Louis, Detroit. I love Detroit. St. Louis, yeah, I don't I like think Detroit. Bradford's the answer. I think Stafford's going to have a great game. Fantasy, if you're listening, Calvin Johnson, Brandon Pedigree, Kevin Smith, uh, the defense in Detroit. Wait, New, wait. England, ten- New England, Tennessee. I, this is what comes to a surprise. <laughs> New England, go, New England, New England, New England. I'm going to go with a surprise. I think Tennessee's going to win right. that game. I watched the Tennessee Saints game last year. It was very, very close. I think Maybe Tennessee's going to come out. Okay, no, I'll do I agree with that. I just Lockard worries me. I just I, young quarterback. I think I think I think Belichick wins out in the end. I think it's going to be a close game, yeah. but I, I I think Patriots going to pull it. I like out. Tennessee. I like Tennessee. Okay. I think gonna, I think um, the kicker. Oh God, what's the kicker's name? Oh man, why did I forget the kicker's Give name? Give me ten oh. push-ups. Twenty push-ups. Twenty push-ups. What's the kicker's name of Tennessee? Anybody know the kicker's name? Rob Barone. I do not. Rob Barone. Thank you. He's a stud. Kicks like fifty yarders. Here's a big game, Atlanta, Kansas City. Atlanta. 
And maybe Joe Philman will come out with a game plan that will shock our socks out. Maybe Kenny Hill will throw for 300 yards. And maybe Rashad, maybe Matt will throw a few touchdowns. When you're listening to Radio with Brian, so long, guys. And have a great show. And thanks for tuning in. Thank you, guys. Hello? Amit? Misha? Yeah.